Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Rewind, the podcast that rewatches, reviews, and reports that is, in fact, more of in time. For every movie, show, one-shot, and special presentation in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, I'm Tony Camarina. And I'm Morbin Al. Uh, and as always, you can follow us uh, on Twitter at MCU underscore Rewind and give us that uh, rating on whatever podcast app you are currently listening on, which is really the spookiest thing you can do for any um, podcast. And with that, today's special Halloween episode is our uh, watching of 2022's cinematic masterpiece. Morbius. Original air date? April Fool's Day, 2022. So, another holiday. <laughs> it feels like a trick on all of us. <laughs> I mean, it kind of was. Um, and th- that really was the trick, right? Because it originally came out on April Fool's Day, but then it came out again later. So, yeah. that that was the joke, that it came out. Uh, and the day. joke was on Sony. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, it was. <laughs> no one there got it. Someone, at least one person did, but they didn't have a vote, so. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> All right, cool. So, a uh, quick reminder, whenever we do these special episodes, our uh, spoiler policy is uh, null and void, so we might bring up uh, anything that happens in the MCU proper, uh, but also any of the other Sony-related um, Spider-verse type of films. So, probably uh, the two Venom films, Um and I guess that's it. Uh, the the Spider Man movies they made before Disney paid them a lot of money to get the character for a short time span too. Yeah. I guess I just, just just assume all superhero films. I guess, um, <laughs> yeah. Let's, let's just go with that. Why not? <clears throat> all right. Uh, so whenever we do this, uh, we we do the these episodes uh, the the holiday specials a little differently. Um, instead of going, you know, beat by beat with what happens in the episode or, uh, some kind of prediction results things like we do, you know, with those other types of things, we just bring three things that we want to talk about. Not necessarily good things that we liked about the film, just three things that we think are something to mention about this movie. But before we do that, uh, let's actually go over what we thought of the film. Tony? Uh, you since you watched this film uh, mm-hmm. a day before I did, uh, what did you what do you think of Morbius? All right, well, let me tell you a little bit about my relationship with the Morbius film uh, first. Uh, this is, I think, the fourth, like, since uh, the turn of the century, since twenty to the year two thousand, I've only missed four uh, theatrical releases of movies that were made by the big two by DC and Marvel. <laughs> I I did not wa- not watch this. I did not watch Fan Four Stick in theaters. I did not see Elektra in theaters, and I did not see Jonah Hex in theaters. I've seen every other major release by DC and Marvel in theaters. Well, I mean that was available in theaters. Wonder Wonder Woman eighty four, notwithstanding. Um, and after watching this over this past weekend, I do not regret that decision. Uh. <laughs> This was rough on me, uh, especially since the night before I had just seen Black Adam. Um, actually, a better movie than this, but <laughs> not by much. Um, this was boring. That That's worse than bad. This was boring. <laughs> Hopefully our, our discussion will be much livelier. 
But yeah, I was not a fan of this film. But uh, what are your thoughts? Um, my thoughts are are similar. Um, so if anyone happened to catch it, or if you want to, you can go see um, our our Twitter account. Um, I was the one who was live tweeting it yesterday when I watched it. So um, um, October twenty third for people who aren't who won't be hearing this till next week. <laughs> that's right. Yes. So I yesterday a week ago, uh, <laughs> October twenty third, live tweet of my my first time watching through it, and it was, uh, I. I think live tweeting is how I'm going to do movies now that I think are bad because Mm -hmm. um, I feel like that keeps me a little more engaged. I was surprised. I thought it was going to be the opposite. Like I was going to like not keep track of what's happening in the show because I'm typing things out and thinking of stupid jokes. Uh, But no, no, it, it, it it forced me to pay attention more. And I feel like that uh, was a little worse in some respects. Um, (laughs) Uh, but yeah, I also was very bored uh, with this film. It was it, it was generic superhero, like person gets powers, thing mm-hmm. happens, at the end they decide to be a hero type of character. And that's that's it. Like, you know, that, that um, style of yeah. superhero film has kind of come and gone, right? It's... it's uh, well, over. man, it's still alive with Black Adam. That's my last time oh. I'm going to mention it. <laughs> oh, okay, great. Yeah, thanks. Uh, I have not seen that film, uh, so I yeah. will be, I will be renting that as as soon as I can. Like I, I do want to see it. I guess I'm curious, uh, but I'm not looking forward to it. I am looking forward to seeing that more than I was looking forward to seeing this film, given yeah. everything that I've heard about it. Yeah. Yeah. This seems like a movie that came out in like 2004. Like this is the <laughs> the time of. Tim Story's Fantastic Four and the Daredevil movies, uh, at least that style. Oh yeah, no, this movie would have been like beloved by all back then. Uh, yeah. Definitely by some. Definitely by some. <laughs> okay, I'll give you that. Definitely, it would have been beloved by some yeah. back then, mm-hmm. more than today. Yes, it's true. I'm surprised. I mean, just to show the quality of this film. Uh, the goth culture and Hot Topic has not, like, claimed this as, like, one of their icons. I mean, give it 15 <laughs> years when people will forget how bad it is and it's a cult classic, then maybe it will. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I haven't been in a Hot Topic in a couple of years. I don't go out much now, you know, because of pandemic stuff, so, okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, I go... Did I tell you, I mean, we're already on tangents. Did I tell you about this, uh, one of my fourth grade students last year who came and went up to me and go, Mr. Camarina, Mr. Camarina, uh, my grandma took me in the mall and I found this cool store. Have you ever heard of Hot Topic? And I went, <laughs> oh, small child, welcome to your teenage years. <laughs> this is what you're going to, this is all is going to be until for like the next eight years. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> Also, Tony, if you did tell me that story, I forgot it. No, well, that's that's the best thing about being your friend, Al. I can tell you the same story over and over again, and you'd never know. That's right. It's probably <laughs> happened at least once yep. so far. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, I think uh, I think we've talked enough about how much we were overall disappointed with the quality of this film yes uh let's let's talk about the three things that we we want to uh, bring up with this film um okay. al you go you Tony, can go take this one first though 
Okay, all right. Uh, t- Tony is being nice. Uh, before this, I told him I was struggling to find uh, my my three plus backups. We always bring backups, but we don't usually tell you that, listeners. But I'm telling you that now. Anyway, all right. Here's here's uh, my first one. I don't I don't think they did this on purpose, but they did in any way. They turn Morbius into Iron Man. Like they they kind of gave him that story that we got from the 2008 iron man film okay uh, so dr michael morbius mm-hmm. is uh super smart apparently you know he's um like super genius in 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 that that world right uh his his field of genetic stuff and i guess also um uh, something mechanical electrical i don't know because when he's uh, a child he fixed some <laughs> the the blood transfusion machine for for some reason, uh, well, I, I mean, we know the reason. I just I don't know why he would have known that. But anyway, yeah. that that's they never talk about that. They just say, "Oh, cool, you're you're a genius. Let's get you to a good school." Uh, <laughs> so then he he grows up, and then uh, he oh oh sorry. Um, the the other thing that I forgot about this film, uh, the very opening scene is the here's the action scene, and then it goes back twenty five years, mm-hmm. um, and one thing that I hated about this film, you know, normally when that happens, they like lead up back to that scene, that first scene that you saw. So you can like catch up like, okay, now we're here. Yeah. And then going forward, it's, it's the future. They never do that. They, they have like a one-off line that says, oh yeah, that thing happened in the past. So like, you're just supposed to know that that happened. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, uh, I had uh, forgotten that they, that, that was the opening scene until you <laughs> mentioned it right now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it was it was confusing to me because I, I realized halfway through the movie as I was watching that they they're not going back to that scene because that's that's where he got those bats mm-hmm. and he he already had these bats it was it was when he was getting his powers was when I realized oh no that's they he already he already got them oh okay he doesn't he doesn't need to do anything with bats ever again I guess until the finale anyway back to this whole comparison <laughs> to the Iron Man film uh, then partway through the movie. He gets his powers, um, mm-hmm. and then he he essentially becomes a monster and rips through all those hired guns. Um, but you know, as soon as he gets his powers, he just kills a bunch of people. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and then, I mean, Wolverine style. <laughs> uh, true, I guess. Yeah. Uh, so then we get to the end, and he fights someone with the exact same set of powers as him. Uh, except that person is on a full battery charge, unlike him, <laughs> who's on less of a battery charge because he's drinking the fake blood, not the real human blood. Uh, and then at the end, we get the post credit scene where uh, someone walks up to him and says that they need to set up a team. Yep. Uh, mm-hmm. And yeah, I'm. I guess, I guess you could say that's Iron Man, or you can say like Iron Man was just a safe like superhero origin story it was oh it definitely was but like so many of these things really feel like they parallel that movie specifically right like you got the mm-hmm. but mainly the thing about someone at the end saying hey i want to start a team uh you got that flashback sort of thing at the oh, beginning yeah. um the fact that he's genius person the <laughs> he's killing everyone genius. on that yeah, Marvel Gene. Yeah, exactly. Uh, killing everyone as soon as he gets his powers. I, I was just grasping at straws there. Um, yeah. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, it, it is very generic 
origin story, but you know, we we had like a this this good one over here that set up uh, a whole series of twenty some odd movies so far, and um, Sony's just chasing that cash grab, I guess. And I don't I don't know. I don't think it's gonna work out for them. Um, uh, yeah, they're... Venom keeps hitting big. I mean, I think it's up to uh, what a Madam Web they're making right now. Yeah, they're working on that one, uh, Craven the Hunter. Which oh, okay, yeah. I'm a little excited for that one. <laughs> like, I'm I'm hopeful. I'm really hopeful that that one can be good. I mean, uh, I we'll am. See. I'm you know I'm terrible. I'm hoping it crash and burns. Like <laughs> with DC, I always hope there's a success because we need a a competition to Marvel. But also, Sony just needs to give all the Spider Man stuff back to Marvel. So I hope it just keeps failing until they're just like, all right, just give us a cut. And then you can have everything. <laughs> yes, I, I agree with, with that. Yeah, I, I would like all of that stuff just to go into the MCU. Sony to just get whatever 80% of profits uh, that they want. I, yeah. I have no idea how that stuff works. Um, all of the merchandising profits, of course, because... Uh, that's actually you think no that's um that's marvel gets all the merchandising profits really huh yeah okay i thought the i thought the the big money was in the merchandise that's why i was surprised but okay actually you know a lot of places big money is in theme parks uh okay yes that that part's true (laughs) that is that is the bulk of disney's cash right there yeah uh but yeah (laughs) all right yeah (laughs) oh anything else for the uh iron man <laughs> allegory <laughs> uh no no i was about to go on an, another tangent decided probably best not to do that so no that's it uh they they made this person an iron man let's see what happens in 10 years if morbius has to sacrifice himself to save half of all um vampire bats in the universe or something if no I was going to say, if Sony cuts their losses, what are the odds you think Morbius shows up in Blade and Blade just kills him? Or a Blade movie? Oh, man. Very low, but that would be so cool. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't um, know. I don't think Jared Leto has, like, a huge ego about that stuff. Like, he wouldn't show up for that <laughs> little bit. <laughs> uh, I, I, I don't know anything about him other than, isn't that his, his one thing? I I thought he I thought he was big ego or something. No, he's like he's crazy. Like the terrible stuff oh. he did on Suicide Suicide Squad. God, I can't talk. Mm-hmm. The Suicide <laughs> Squad set, but I don't know. Like as much as I I haven't seen a movie of his I like honestly, <laughs> but like he seems down for anything. Like Morbius seems like a silly movie. So, uh, and then him showing up for the quick scene at the end of the Snyder Cut. So I'm like, I don't think he like needs to be the star of anything in his mind. He is like, he is a star, but he doesn't seem to be as ego driven as some other people. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But this is based on almost nothing, knowing almost nothing about him. (laughs) That's true, yeah. But uh, yeah, if if that's what happened, I I think that would be hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, I'll take my first one. 
Um, how about the fact that they hired the two main characters in this, um, the hero and the villain, based solely on the size of their cheekbones? Um, <laughs> mostly I wanted to talk about Milo and Matt Smith's character, Milo. <laughs> okay. Um, I, first of all, yes, they, uh, Morbius, Michael Morbius calls him Milo. But his real name is Lucian, and if that doesn't show you he's a villain, I don't know what would. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I thought he was wasn't good, but the most interesting part of this um this movie was uh him on his power trip and him going from this like this morally gray guy to being like full on. I have no problem just serial killing people. So I can walk and dance for a while. Yeah, exactly. Well, okay, to be fair, he never had a chance to do any of that before, right? So this is probably what he would have actually been doing if he could have. Maybe. I don't know. I guess there's a little bit of a... Yeah, maybe. I don't know. He he might have. Uh, I mean, part of it is nature versus nurture. Yeah. Um, You know, he was nurtured a very specific way. Yeah. so that that might have affected him, but he he could have just that could have just been his normal side, and now he has an excuse. Yeah, that's true. He could have murdered a lot of people, and they just don't reckon, don't. Well, he did like almost want to kill that kid who stole his letter when he was when he was a kid. Oh yeah, that's right. He he just kept beating that kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I'm glad Matt Smith. Well, no, I well I am a big fan of Matt Smith. Uh. From his Dark Two days, now watching House of the Dragon, um, I was going to say good for him being in this movie. He's like no, because this did not help his career whatsoever. <laughs> yeah, it, uh, it was just a paycheck to him, probably. Right? Well, no, um, there was an interview, and I feel bad for Karen Gillum for this. Uh, Karen Gillum, uh, he called her. Um, you know, she plays Nebula, and she was also his co-star in uh, his seasons of Doctor Who. Uh, mm-hmm. He he said in an interview. He called her. He said, "Marvel, um, what what do you like about the superhero stuff? Do you like doing it that stuff?" And she's like, "Oh, she loves it. Like if you do anything with Marvel, just do it. It's amazing." Like gave that review, and then he signed <laughs> oh, up for yeah. Morbius. And like, oh, oh, oh poor guy. Ah, <laughs> oh, he got tricked. His agent yeah. didn't know. He thought it was the good Marvel, not this other one where they're still trying to get it off the ground. Yeah. But we are continuing the tradition of, uh, Dr. Who, uh, doctors being, uh, Marvel villains. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Yeah. We, we've got three. Uh, one of them is really good. The other two, not so much. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll, we'll see. We got, uh, two more. Um. So, yeah, yeah. Who, that's, that's who, what happens with that? All right. Well, then, who would we cast Capaldi and Jodie Whittaker as? Oh, um, Jodie Whittaker easily. Doctor Doom, right there. Okay. Um. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Peter Capaldi. I'm just trying to think of other villains. You know, mind. Hmm? this might not be popular. There's probably better choice for this. Uh. Mm-hmm. Capaldi could be a Magneto. 
He could pull that off. Yeah. Yeah. Mostly because of the hair. <laughs> that's that's true. But you know, if you're you know, if, if you want to start with the character being older, um mm-hmm. just so that way they have less of a uh less screen time overall, right? How many movies? Because that's the thing you have to plan for. Like, you know, yeah, that's true. I'm sure he could work with that. I don't know how I don't know how much longer he wants to to act. Uh, yeah, but also like if you're a villain, I mean, they're not likely to bring you back. <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You um, generally di- well, less more recently you die less uh yes. now, right? Uh just cuz they're they're like, well, I like, I guess we we might actually need these characters again. <laughs> not like in the past. <laughs> yeah, I can I'm trying to think of Jody Whittaker. Like Doctor Doom's not really not feeling it. <laughs> Uh, no, I I know that was just the first uh, <laughs> villain that came to mind. Um. <laughs> hmm. Well, I really can't think of any other villains right now. No, no one is coming. I'm sure, like half the people listening are screaming uh, about a character right now that we just cannot think of. Um. Yeah, and I. <laughs> And yeah. I feel like we're just going to leave things right here until we can think of another character so that we're all satisfied with the, the result. Of I think so. These all right. Yeah. Um, you can start talking about your next thing while I am partially listening and partially thinking about who Jodie Whittaker can play. Okay. That's good. Um, and uh, so I'm going to bring up my next thing, which is – Something I kind of skipped over in my first item, uh, but it's 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 there. Um, when Morbius, you know, first morbs out on that boat, you know, he, he gets his powers in the middle of international waters. Uh, he just he he kills all the hired guns, mm-hmm. and we as the audience, I think, because one guy was a complete ass, I think we're we're meant to believe that or feel like oh he deserved it. Um, we don't know anything about anyone else on this boat. Like they could all be okay people, uh, but they're just. They're just dead now. Like, he just, he murdered everyone. He is an actual villain. Yes. Now, to be fair, he spent the rest of the film trying to stop that from ever happening again. So I'll give him that. But he doesn't, he doesn't try to, like, cure himself or reverse this process. He just, like, well, I, I guess I'll be able to walk now. I'll, I'll just, I'll do everything I can to not let uh, Mr. Hyde out. Or, or sorry. Yeah. Um, the Hulk out or whatever. Um <laughs> Try try not to morb on yeah. on any try. other groups of people who have guns. <laughs> oh God, he morbed all over me. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, in fact, okay. So I something for the end of the movie that I didn't understand. He was planning on killing Lucy and then killing himself, right? So this the mm-hmm. yeah. everything ends. Yeah. Why did he decide not to kill himself? <laughs> because he won the fight. I uh, I have absolutely no idea. Um, I, I feel like if this movie were longer, they would have maybe put an explanation in there. Um, I I don't know. Like I honestly, I I do wonder <laughs> how much of this is uh, because in the final scene, that cutscene uh, during the credits, he looks at his watch again, mm-hmm. and you know I forget what the time was, but. I don't remember. I, you know, it might have been more than four hours. So I he think that's meant to imply. Hmm? 
Go ahead, finish what you you thought. Okay, so I think it was meant to imply either he's getting more used to the fake blood, or he just said, screw it, and now he's eating people. I think it's option two, honestly. (laughs) Oh, no. Oh, to show that he really is a villain now, and he's joining... um, Vulture. The Vulture, yeah. I guess so. Um... Well, let's just move on to my next thing, because my next thing was the end of the movie. <laughs> okay. Um, his assist... Well, the other doctor, and I don't remember her name. I know she plays Bix in Andor, so that's something. But, um, yeah. Uh, she's a vampire now. Good uh, for her. And he just flies away knowing having a good pretty good guess is like when you become a vampire you go out and kill people probably because you can't control your powers i'm getting that based on the time i watched twilight with my wife uh that's what happens to new vampires and that's kind of what happened to morbius Uh, yeah that's like every single vampire lore ever like as soon as you get those powers you're like well i'm uh evil now i guess um, yeah. Also, I looked up her name. The character's name is uh, Martine Bancroft. Martine. Uh, yeah, so yeah. So he's just he flies away knowing she's going to become a vampire-ish, right? Yeah, a living vampire, because mm-hmm. that's what Morbius is. <laughs> um, to just murder people, which is, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah. And then um, I really want to talk about the post-credit scenes. Mm-hmm. Uh I was surprised that they actually had, like, the rights to put in the rift from um, Spider-Man No Way Home in the sky. <laughs> uh, I, I feel thought... like that was enough of a thing. Like, I, I thought it made sense. Like No, it makes like, sense. Hey, we want to do this. But my expectation was it was, like, someone's knocking on the door. Like, there'd be no explanation. Someone's knocking on the door of the um, jail cell, and, oh, it's... Uh, Adrian Toomes, don't know how I got here. Mm. Yeah. I So, I mean, you and I were talking about this a little bit just before we started recording, that this movie kept getting delayed. Mm-hmm. And it's if, you know, COVID didn't happen, then this movie would have come out before Spider-Man No Way Home. And we have no idea what would have happened. Like, would Michael Keaton still have shown up at the end and then we would have had to wait for Spider-Man No Way Home to know what happened? Or... Would this just have been another scene in like Venom Two or something weird? Yeah, um, yeah. So like, or maybe it was an idea that they got way later, like, and they just refill or like shot that scene later and then added it on. At the well, end. I think the second post credit scene shows that they did it way later because they didn't even get Michael Keaton's face. He was just obviously doing a voiceover <laughs> in the suit. Oh yeah, that's true. Um. <laughs> All right, some logistic questions in the universe. Okay. Um, is there a variant of Adrian Toomes in this universe? And if so, did he see himself on the news when an Adrian Toomes was like just in jail and they were releasing them? Um, I'm gonna go with no. Okay. I uh, <laughs> well, okay. The logic I'm going with is he shows up in this jail cell all of a sudden. Um, they keep him there for some reason uh, until they decide to let him out 
during some kind of trial that they set for some time in the future, I guess. Well, um, no, I mean, they say that, like, there's a news report saying, hey, he, this guy just showed up, um, and they're, we're releasing them because there's no record of this guy being in prison. Probably well, no, they said, that there, they said there was a trial to decide if they should release him. I mean, why do you need a trial? Exactly, what? right? Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's what hmm. caught me up. Like, wait a minute. No, a, a trial to decide? Like, okay, anyway. Anyway, um, I for that reason, I'm going with no. There is no variant of uh, okay. Adrian Toombs here. Mm-hmm. All right, second question. Mm-hmm. Where did Toombs get his vulture suit? I was wondering the same thing. Because a tinkerer made it mm-hmm. <laughs> in the MCU. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, he just knows how to make. I mean, the Tinker also made it using alien technology. Yes. So it's not just like it's not like if he watched the Tinkerer make it, he can make it himself. Like he also needs that same alien technology that he never really learned. Uh, so you're right. Don't know <laughs> anything about that. Uh, maybe, maybe his suit also showed up and he got it from a like storage locker somewhere else and like this he teleported and the suit teleported and the suit just happened to teleport to that same uh storage locker that he had on his earth no <laughs> okay i'm I'm grasping at straws i'm just making i know something up i'm to just like I, I was gonna say yeah but then it's like <sighs> the suit was mostly destroyed when it exploded. <laughs> he could have had more than one. Okay. I <laughs> will give it to you. <laughs> um, yeah. And then they're going after Spider-Man. Uh, don't know why uh, Tomb thinks it's Spider-Man's fault. In he lives in the MCU. <laughs> mm-hmm. Anything could happen. How does he remember? Well, no. He doesn't remember his, um, who Spider-Man is. He just knows it's Spider-Man's fault. So that makes sense. Unless he does. I mean, he could know who Spider-Man is in this universe because he was teleported. It's everyone in the other planet. No, no, it was everyone forgot who Spider-Man is. <laughs> oh, oh, man. So so that Doctor Strange just screwed over everyone yep, all, every who knows Spider-Man. In. Mm. I believe so. I think oh, so. Man. <laughs> I mean, there, I have no way to prove that, <laughs> but I honestly think that's what the spell did. <laughs> well, uh, I mean, the MCU is the only one where we know that people actually know who he is, aside from like one or two people. Ah, no, I mean, like, um, obviously, in in Toby's Spider Verse, uh, MJ knows who he is at very least. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, so she forgot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, like, they're pretty secretive in the other world, so that's probably a benefit. Yeah, yeah. Very few people um, forgot who... Oh, no, no, it's not people forgot who Spider-Man is. They forgot who Peter Parker is. Oh, yeah, right? they, they just screwed over everybody. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's They just, like, hey, your life in all these universes, it's over. Okay. Yep. Start fresh. And, and most of them don't even know why. <laughs> yeah. Like, you got those two guys, uh, you know, the Tobey Maguire and the Andrew yeah. Garfield. They they kind of know. They're like, 
oh man, magic must have really gotten out of hand. All right, well, I mean, no more messing with magic, I guess. Yeah, I mean, Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man is like, well, he's probably in a better situation than anything because I don't think he wants anyone to know he's Spider-Man. That's true, I guess. But if everyone forgot who Peter Parker is, did did he have a job? Uh, mm, I think he was mostly Spider-Maning. Okay, all right, that's good. Uh, his aunt May is still alive, though, right? So she yeah she forgot who he is. Well. His his only family forgot. Yeah, that's family. true. Yep. Oh, um, his family, his parents are spies. They're probably still alive. <laughs> oh, that's true. Yeah, that was a uh, potential third film plot line right there. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I just wanted the end to be. Oh, I. Uh, Adrian Toomes going. This has something to do with Spider Man, and then Morbius goes, "Who?" And then black. <laughs> uh, that would have been great. Yeah, because unlike the when the trailers, we never saw the Easter eggs relating. We never saw the Easter eggs relating to Spider Man. So, like, there were posters in the trailers of Spider Man and stuff like that. So in this universe, we still have no verification that there is a Spider Man. (laughs) And if so, who will play that Spider Man? Because given all these movies that they're making, eventually. Spider-Man will show up. You'd think that. You'd mm-hmm. think that. But not necessarily. Ah, <laughs> uh, all right. So <laughs> something that I've been wanting for a long time in the MCU is, like, I, I didn't want Spider-Man to show up. Uh, I think Toby, or, um, yeah, Tom Holland did a great job, but, like, I think they should have just jumped straight to, um, oh, why am I Miles forgetting Morales? his name now? Miles. Yep, Miles Morales. Uh, I thought they should have just done that, but I, you, Tony, you told me that it was that something to do with the rights, like the film licensing, the mm-hmm. Disney getting those back from Sony. Can If Sony wanted to just throw Miles Morales, do you know? Is Can they just decide to do that? I My understanding of the deal, and this was like six or seven years ago when I heard this, is like oh. if you make a Spider-Man movie, it has to have Peter Parker's Spider-Man in it. I don't know how flexible mm. that is. Can we do one flashback scene to Peter Parker's Spider-Man and the rest be Miles Morales? I don't know. But okay. yeah, um, but yeah, I think fair. like it's one of those things where they can make a deal <laughs> um, with Marvel. I mean, they're pretty close now. If they want to throw Miles Morales in there, then it's probably like all right, but like give us. Uh, Green Goblin that we can do whatever we want. Like, put him in the Thunderbolts or something like that. Mm, okay, alright. That, that makes a lot of sense. But Yeah. I still think that Marvel's heading towards Miles Morales. Like, we start the new Spidey trilogy, second Spider-Man movie, we introduce Miles Morales, and third one's like a full team-up before either Tom Holland retires or dies or gets sucked into the Spump universe. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, time will tell. Yeah. Uh, that was my second one. So you're okay. going to take your third. Yeah. So my third and final uh, is actually a little bit uh, related to kind of your first one, Tony. Um, okay. Just Matt Smith, just in general, him being in this film, it was probably one of the only good parts of the film yep. itself. Just as as a as an actor, he just has so much charisma, and he's so good at playing 
the the first of all, very good at playing a villain. Like just in general, mm-hmm. he's he's good at that. I have not watched um, House of the Dragon yet. I'm pretty sure he's uh, pretty villainous in that. Is my um, he's quite my he's guessing. quite nefarious. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, I as of recording. Um, the finale of the first season dropped last night. I haven't had a chance to watch it, but he goes back and forth. He's definitely a darker character, though. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and my my ultimate my my favorite scene of this entire movie was like right after he basically we as the audience and everyone finds out that oh he uh can he's himself like or he uh he's cured himself right he's he's yes he's become a morbius he, he's been morbed character yes he's been morbed uh and so when he's getting ready to go out he has this like dancing scene and he's doing all this <laughs> and like i it just it didn't fit but it was perfect and he did it so well and i kind of wonder if this is one of those scenes where like that's just him normally and someone noticed as they were like walking by his trailer and like <laughs> we should we should put that in the movie um and then they then they like wrote the scene and he said oh yeah okay sure i mean that's just my normal getting ready to go out on a saturday night kind of dance but okay now (laughs) everyone knows like that's that's what he does all all the time Mm -hmm. yeah yeah i'm glad i mean like i said outside of this he like has the dragon and the crown a couple years ago he's got he's back he it took a while for him to get traction after he left Doctor Who. Yeah, yeah, he he did take a little uh, brief detour with some Terminator. Uh, that didn't go well for him, uh, but yeah, he's back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then uh, if you haven't seen it last year's uh, last night in Soho, he was definitely he is. I mean, he's in his villain era, obviously, because he's <laughs> just playing villains everywhere. Oh, what was okay. the other thing I saw? I... Oh. I debated okay. seeing that movie. I I have not, uh, but it looked really interesting to me. It was, it was good. Uh, <laughs> I think it was it's more psychological than I was looking for a horror horror movie, but I like Edgar Wright and he's a master filmmaker, so it was still a good movie. Oh okay. Cool. Yeah, um, yeah. I was trying. To, I was looking at uh, Matt Smith's IMDb. It's like, what else have I seen him in post Doctor Who? And it's just Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. Um, is the only other thing I'd seen, and you know, that's not a movie I need to revisit. <laughs> so I'm glad he's back. Um, yeah. All right. So my final one is the one I've been hoping I get to talk about, but I didn't want to take any of them from you. Okay. Mm-hmm. I want to run down Morbius's powers. <laughs> okay. He had, let me see, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13. He has 13 powers, I could tell. <laughs> um, all, and I want to just see if bats have all of these powers. I know they have some of them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, alright. Alright, so, um, super speed. Bats are faster than humans. Would you consider a bat having super speed, though? Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, I'm you know I'll, I'll take my dog out every so often, and like mm-hmm. a bat will fly by, and neither of us can keep up with uh, with yeah. the bat. No, we'll okay. try to chase it. Yeah, so That's it's true. definitely super speed. Yes. Oh, and but also these are in the order they appeared in the uh, movie, so I just wrote okay. them down as they happen. Uh, 
ghost-like contrails. <laughs> Every time he okay. moved. <laughs> uh, okay, well, I mean, we can't see what they see, so I don't, I don't know. I, I thought that was more of like a what they see or what he sees kind of thing. Yeah, but we see it every time he moves, even if, well, I'm not sure if we ever get, like, someone else's point of view of him using his powers. Mm-hmm. I just assumed that they had ghost contrails everywhere they went. Okay. All right. <laughs> By the way, that whole, like, look um, of all that stuff, that, that would be a really cool video game effect, I think. Yeah, I'm trying to think, like, I'm sure that is a video game effect. Uh, in yeah, in the DLC to Infamous, uh, someone had light powers, and it was kind of like that. Oh, okay. but, yeah. But I'm trying to think of any other. I'm not sure. All right. Uh, super strength. Like, mm -hmm. if you've got the propor proportional strength of a bat, I guess. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Proportional strength of a spider. So obviously, uh, this person proportional strength, uh, of a. Of a bat, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, we have uh, super climbing, which I will give to bats. They can cling onto walls. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, razor sharp teeth and claws. Uh, which those are vampire. I, I, they're not even vampire bats. They're like super vampire bats. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're Here's... like the special just from only from Costa Rica. Uh -huh. Yeah. Here's the one I'm really questioning. Super swimming. Because he jumps off the boat and, I guess, makes it to the mainland? <laughs> well, that's that's the strength. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, super jumping. Because he could jump. Well, yeah, I mean, if you can fly. Like, really, he's just flying. Um, and the jumping is, like, a part of that power. Mm -hmm. All right. Bat friendship. <laughs> he, can he can summon bats at will. Without a little he, he, thing in his boot like Batman had. Yeah, he is one with the bats, obviously. <laughs> with the vampire bats, specifically. Yeah. Well, he, no, he can't do he's one with moment. all bats. Because really he summoned them in New York, and those were not those were way more than the bats he had in his tank. <laughs> oh, okay. I, I thought those were all the bats he had in his tank. Okay, all right. Because did you... Those were like gigantic flocks of bats. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, that was... That was a lot. All right, you're right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Um, this one bats have echolocation. Um, mm -hmm. yep. concussive powers. Like he punched, and there was like a concussive blast to his punches. Bats are strong, but they're not that strong. I mean, the proportional strength of a bat, <laughs> a bat. to the size of a human. Yeah, you're. Okay. I, I think that one makes sense. You, yeah, obviously. Mm -hmm. Now, this one, I specified this next one. Wingless flight. Bats can fly because they have wings. He's just yes, supermanning it about. <laughs> well, yeah, okay. All right. He's... You have to remember that it's not just that he is a vampire bat man. He is a human that is modified with all of these other things. And you're you're forgetting that... The human side also gets to modify these vampire bat powers that he gets. So uh, he's smarter than an average bat. And so <laughs> he is able to use his echolocation to determine where to glide 
and that's how he flies because that's what they showed us right with the visuals when he's flying he's um echolocating uh wind trails i think is is what they were implying because we, we saw all those wind trails yeah, okay but <laughs> um if he's doing that <laughs> that does not give a human the ability to fly <laughs> or even glide Hey, remember that scene where they were chasing him on the roof and he was like getting blown a bit away by the wind? Yeah. Is he just like really light? <laughs> I oh, oh god. All right. I I that that kept messing with me. I I like kept thinking about that scene. Like wh- how he even got caught there. Um but, but maybe maybe that's what it is. Maybe well, actually, the wind this was go- just pulling him. Mm. This goes with my last power. That they never specifically said, but it makes sense. I said super density because of when they fought and they fought and crashed through the cement into the underground. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're mm-hmm. now super dense. Maybe they like uh, uh <laughs> like that person in that one episode of Agents of Shield or like Vision can control how dense they are. Mm. So that's that, makes that sense. could cause them to be able to fly. And crash through the concrete of the ground as they fight. Okay. Or alternative, uh, similar idea. Have you considered invisible bat wings? Like, we as the honest, like, we don't see it. No one else sees it. But if they had those wings, that would explain why they're being pushed off uh, when they have a ton of wind, you know, like at the top of that building. Oh, like they're caught Um, in the wind. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And when they're falling, they're actually falling a lot slower than you think. Um, yeah. Breaking the ground is just their super strength breaking the ground. It's not like oh. the force of falling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't like that. <laughs> but I don't like a lot of things in this. I'm so confused. Well, when we get the Sinister Four showing up with Venom, Morbius, um... <laughs> Oh no, Sinister Five. They've only got five lined up, right? <laughs> so far. We got Venom, we got Vulture, we've got Morbius, then we've got um Craven coming and Madame Webb. Yeah, uh-huh. Right. I mean, I don't know if she counts as a a uh sinister one, but oh okay, sure. Yeah. I mean, I'm trying to give him as much benefit of the doubt as possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's gonna be rough. I'm glad I didn't see this in theaters. <laughs> Same here. Yeah. Yeah, the heavy drink I poured before watching this, I didn't have to pay a lot for. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, All right. Much less than if you were in a theater. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um. Any closing thought? Any closing thoughts on Morbius? Um. Tony, do you know if it's getting a sequel? Because now I'm curious. <laughs> um, I don't think so. Uh, looking it up. No. I'm not saying okay. no, but it's uh, not likely. Also, <laughs> uh, pop this up for the first time. It has a 15% on Rotten Tomatoes. Ooh. Oh, wow. <laughs> so. Okay. 
Probably not. I would be <laughs> well. I would be surprised if they made this in their Sussex movie that they've been planning. So for like ten years, yeah. Uh, I pulled up the uh, IMDb and they, uh, sorry, not IMDb, the Wikipedia article, and it says that there has been no announcement of a Morbius sequel, even though that they have announced some other films like Venom three and etc. Yeah, well, Venom keeps making money. <laughs> uh, true. Yeah, that one is making a surprising amount of money. Yes. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, other than that, no, I, I don't have much to say. I mean, we kind of complained a lot about the film because mm. it's it, it's generic, right? It is exactly, if someone were to say it is a superhero film, it's it's what you expect when you're not looking forward to seeing a superhero film, right? Yes. Yeah. It feels like that, yeah. Um, and I guess the only other thing I can think of is... Um, Galactus? Maybe Jodie Whittaker can play Galactus? Um. Oh. <laughs> uh, the fan um, call is for her to play Witch Woman. Um, Wait, it, which one? Uh, W-I-T-C-H Woman, uh, mm, aka okay. Jennifer Kale. I don't, I've never heard of this character. Um, so, yeah. Um, yeah, same. <laughs> All right. Well, good luck to her playing someone better than which woman. Because uh, I mean, it, it yeah. feels like that's a character whose name, th- like, someone oh. really. It, it was like five minutes to a deadline. They had to write yeah. something, and she. Th- that's how you end um, up with it. She summoned Mephisto, and she's Mephisto's wife. Um. That's all I've got. Ooh, she could play Mephisto. I mean, anyone can play Mephisto. Who knows who Mephisto is? Oh, which woman is a um? She's a uh, Ghost Rider villain. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, I I don't read a lot of Ghost Rider. So sure, Jodie Whittaker could definitely do that. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Why not? All right. right. That's it. That's all I had for Morbius. Do you have anything? Nope. I've (laughs) talked more about Morbius than I thought I would. Same here. Less tangents than I was expecting, I gotta say. Uh, A surprising, surprisingly less than when we do, like, the bad TV shows that we rewind. (laughs) Yeah. All right. All right. Let's let's more out uh, of this. Yeah, so uh, join us next time, uh, Monday, uh, when we cover Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Season 5, Episode 5, Rewind on MCU Rewind. And remember to follow us on Twitter at MCU underscore Rewind and give us that five-star rating. As always, this is Marvel Cinematic Rewind signing off. Have a morbid day. Mm-hmm.